Hey, Morgan. Hey, Neil. What's the best foods to eat when you're so hungry you could eat a house? Uh, a house? No. no. What is it? Cottage cheese, walnuts, and kitchen sink cookies. Let me teach you how to eat. Let me teach you how to eat. How to marinate the meat. Let me teach you how to eat. It's a culinary change. AFI, AM640, live everywhere on that iHeartRadio app. Hey, everybody, it's the Fork Report. Howdy, howdy, howdy. This beautiful Saturday, the rain has lifted in most areas, and it's uh, blue outside again. And we're uh, together apart, per use, right now. So I hope you're making the best of the pandemic and enjoying your family. And we're going to be here every single Saturday. I'm broadcast from home so that we can connect and talk about food and beverages and all kinds of great things. So uh, thanks for hanging out. I uh, This is crazy. So I, I know in the big conceptual um, breakdown of this pandemic and what we're experiencing. It, you know, a, a, a buddy of mine, Clay Rowe, who does the imaging for the station, had asked the other day, you know, he posed the question, would, are, is this going to change things like handshaking or how we shop? Or, and there's bound to be some of that. There really is. There's going to be some changes. Don't know if they'll be long-term. Uh, I posed the, the counter thought that uh, the old joke about why uh, women have a second child is because they forget how much it sucked having the first one. And, you know, how many people in college uh, prayed that they would never drink again if they could just feel good after drinking too much and then they drink again? Uh, you know, how many of us struggle with weight gain and dieting and all of those things, right? So we have short memories. Um, when we're sick, we feel like we're never going to be better again. When we're better, we feel like we'll never get sick. So we're strange creatures that way. But habits are changing in the midst of all this. And we're trying to regulate the best way we can to keep you know businesses going. Um, that's why you hear me talk about timefortakeout.com all the time. It's a free resource for for you to go to and check out what restaurants um, are doing and how um, you know you can support them. I'm a big fan of that. So take out when you can, um, but I do realize that that can be expensive to do all the time. So you want to cook at home or you want to make things, you grocery shop, all these things, right? Well, think about this. How many times have we talked about on the program that um, processed foods um, Campbell's soup, how they had been struggling trying to find new things, how craft macaroni and cheese and pre-made things like hamburger helper and all these types of foods, um, chef Boyardee things that we grew up loving spaghettios. Come on, you know, beef ravioli. Good night. Right. All those things we grew up loving have kind of been pushed to the wayside. You know, people have, have started to eat healthier, even though many of these products have gotten more healthy. 
They have changed the recipes. They have taken out artificial coloring. A lot of them, like Kraft, and they, they've uh, made changes, but it just wasn't enough, right? So these uh, processed foods have, have sort of been falling by the wayside. Uh, every single quarter, they seem to be dipping into a new low. And now they're, fi they're finding a resurgence. People are eating them again because of the pandemic. Kraft uh, Heinz, um, Smucker, all, all these different products, these different manufacturers of the processed food are going through changes. The Campbell Soup Company, who had seen steady declines in soup sales the last two years, are, not, are now ramping up production. So, and they're increasing, temporarily increasing the wages for hourly employees to meet the higher demand. So last month, sales of Campbell's soup soared 59% uh, year to year. Prego pasta sauce uh, increased 52%. And sales of its Pepperidge Farm goldfish crackers climbed nearly 23%. So you're seeing... Um, Kraft Heinz, Oscar Mayer, all of these are seeing massive sales right now. And they'll probably last longer than all this um, craziness. Uh, I don't know if they're going to last past 12 months or so, uh, but it depends because once you get connected with them again and they get you through a hard time, now you're bonded with them in a different way. Now they're like a friend who sticks by your side during, you know, ugly times, right? So people that haven't had Chef Boyardee, beefaroni or whatever in decades are now going back for it because it gives them comfort. I actually bought uh, a can or two the other day and I haven't had it in years. And did you eat um, it? But no, not yet. Actually, uh, it'll be picked up on Monday. Uh, we do that thing where you do the drive, you order it all from the grocery store. Vaughn's does this. Ralph's does it. A lot of these places, grocery stores do it now. So you can order online, and then they give you a date to pick it up in a time. I will look forward to your full review because I remember I hadn't had um, SpaghettiOs for years and years. This was mm -hmm. a while ago, and I was so looking forward to it. And I went, oh, God, those are awful. <laughs> you know what I ate them? Well, yeah, there. I I'm not gonna go. Oh, that's Italian. I'm not gonna be like, whoa. I know, strange. but as a kid and stuff, you remember them being like the best thing ever. Oh yeah, it's just different. That that the sweetness of the sauce, all of those things. Strangely enough, Chef Boyardee had already gone through a change. Chef Boyardee, I believe, was started as a high end product originally, and it changed. I think during World War II out of necessity. And that's when a lot of canned things and things changed a lot. Uh, but if you go back to the origins of Chef Boyardee, it was a fancier product that by necessity had to downplay and dumb down its product, um, I think, uh, during World War II. Just, it's change is going to happen, but I thought that was a fascinating one, that people are going to their comfort foods, regardless. Regardless of what they, if they ate quinoa, um, before the pandemic, now it's like dairy and comfort foods, breads. Um, a lot of people are baking sourdough breads themselves right now and these types of things. So uh, we'll continue to watch these changes and these trends. Stick around. Um, uh, 
a long-term restaurant supply place that was only open to business professionals is opening up to you, the public, for the first time. I'll tell you what it is when we return. It is the Fork Report. I'm Neil Svedra, KFI AIM 640. Let's get the news with Amy King in the KFI Newsroom. KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, everybody, it's the Fork Report, all things food, every single Saturday from 2 to 5. I'm your well-fed host, Neil Saavedra. How do you do? Um, Thanks for hanging out. I know these are weird times indeed, but they're weird for everyone. We are absolutely, as much as we hear this over and over and over, in this uh, together most indubitably. Uh, My beard is blue again. My house is now blue on the outside. Uh, the lights uh, that uh, shine on my house are blue to, uh, as a small token of thanks to all those uh, first responders that are busting their humps right now uh, to get us through all this. Interesting news that has uh, been coming up, and of course you're going to hear all the news you need here on KFI, including being able to go to our website, kfiam640.com, keyword uh, virus, Keyword virus will take you and get you all the information. Uh, there are stories, all kinds of interesting stories as well. Um, but uh, we are taking care of you through all of this craziness. Um, but uh, the, you know, giving support uh, to these folks is small. So I just want to let you know that uh, anything you can do, um, a lot of the buildings have gone blue in the LA area. And we're, I'm, my home is jumping on that too. Um, I'm reaching out to uh, doctor friends, nurse friends to see if there's anything I can do for them or their families. I hope you're doing the same, but we'll get through this. We'll get through this. A story that uh, came out, gosh, uh, I don't know, Amy, if you saw this, it came out, uh, I think yesterday maybe, about the possibility that um, the coronavirus hit California much earlier than they thought. And I've had a sneaking suspicion that my wife and I got it prior to my surgery. So um, I was out for a long time prior to my surgery and had this horrible cough that would not go away. And w- but I was wearing masks and stuff um, as protection for both me and others because I was going to be going into surgery. And um, they almost didn't do my surgery because of it. And my wife had had it prior, yet my son did not, who is three. So I have a sneaking suspicion, and there's others that I've heard uh, Suits talk about on the air, that he had a sneaking suspicion that he had it too. Um, So I think it might have, I think a lot of us probably had it prior, which is why it is not impacting California the same way it impacted New York. I also believe we don't have, all the stuff that we get bagged on for like uh not having mass transit i think saved our tail a lot too um you know when you put millions of people on a you know aluminum tube uh, to go back and forth throughout new york um touching everything you're bound to have it in a much different way um oh this is such a short segment um i'll get to this coming up in a little bit because when we come back chef sam uh, perry from uh, stone creek bistro uh up off the 18 uh, near arrowhead is going to come on he and i have become friends over social media and i just love what he's doing 
uh, with the restaurant there, and I think it can help other restaurant owners um, trying to figure out how to make things work right now in this uh, this uh, age of the pandemic. So stick around. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on that iHeartRadio app. Hey everybody, it's the Fork Report, all things food, beverages, SoCal, and beyond. I'm your well-fed host, Neil Saavedra. How do you do? Speaking of beverages, tonight my brother Craig, he's uh, the one that uh, I told you uh, uh, that he has a full working speakeasy bar in his house. Man, what a better time now that he's locked in. He actually is the only person that can walk into a bar right now. So he's a, a, a great um, a drink mixer. And so he and I usually hang out. We can't right now. So if you want to join us tonight at 9 p.m. on Instagram, just uh, at, at Fork Reporter, at Fork Reporter on Instagram, we'll do a live split feed of my brother at home at his bar, me here at my home, and he'll teach us how to make a drink. There'll be something fun like a paper plane or one of my favorites, Corpse uh, Reviver. I know we're all feeling like we're dead inside sitting at home. Um, so maybe something to revive us would be good. Uh, but I'll have him pick a drink and uh, he will uh, show you how to mix it on that. So it's, uh, be with us tonight at 9 on Instagram at Fork Reporter. We'll go live and have some fun there. All righty. Um, so uh, a buddy of mine, uh, a chef... Um, in the area, uh, Arrowhead area, uh, he and I have kind of become friends digitally. I met him once when I was up in the area, uh, just to shake his hand and say hello. But I wanted you to meet him, uh, Chef Sam Perry with Stone Creek Bistro. Uh, Sam, how you doing, brother? Well, how are you guys doing? Good. So here's the deal. I think, you know, following you uh, and what you're doing at Stone Creek Bistro, I... You know, I saw the early stages. Uh, you reached out and you said, hey, man, we, you know, we need to get the word out and all this stuff going on, which I'm always happy to do. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I've eaten your food visually uh, for a long time, <laughs> just checking everything out. But you have hit a great stride. Tell people what you're doing to serve your community and keep your uh, Stone Creek Bistro afloat. Oh, uh, We are kind of just leaning into it. We went uh, full quarantine comfort food daily menu. Changes every day, launches on our website, stonecreekbistro.com. And uh, I came up with a fried chicken sandwich, kind of a Hail Mary, if you will. And my God, I can't, I can't keep on top of it. It is just blowing, blowing people out of the water, and I'm just thrilled. But that's a great service, and I love that. And so to, to, I know I, we have a lot of chefs listening, a lot of restaurant owners and stuff listening to the program. Just to remind you, there, there are combinations. There are things that you can do. Having the whole menu can be super burdensome, and it takes too long. you got to have too many you know, ingredients. To focus in like what you're doing, I think, is brilliant. You've got the comfort food. You've got the banana uh, pudding. You've got um, this, this gorgeous fried chicken sandwich. And watching you put it together just makes me want to tell other chefs and stuff, there's a way. Slim that menu down. Focus on something that people are going to get. So describe day one when this, this, the, the uh, lockdown happened and then where you are today and 
how how you what you think is working and why. Oh uh, yeah, lockdown happened the same day our new website launched, so you know perfect timing there. And we kind of uh, me and my wife and my parents huddled together and just kind of figured out what what could we do. And I said, well, let's uh, let's go comfort food. Let's strip down the menu because it's only going to be me doing the prep. Let's offer our burger. Let's offer a steak frites, a couple of our appetizers that are popular, and just see what happens. It's better than giving up. I don't want to close. You know, we're, we've been here seven years. So we, uh, we did it for a week and was blown away at the uh, response the first day. Just couldn't believe the phone was ringing off the hook. And me and my wife went home like, wow, we just conquered the world. I can't believe this. And then uh, the next Wednesday when we opened up, I launched the fried chicken sandwich and uh, yeah, it's on. And uh, I think it's uh, silly if you're going to open a restaurant for to-go only to offer that full menu. The amount of product you have to bring in to to operate at full capacity, especially right now with you know problems with uh, deliveries and supply lines that I'm used to getting, it's just it's uh it's not going to work. So you have to you have to you have to lean into it. You have to own it and just pare down your menu. And, you know, put your ego aside and just offer comfort food and just make sure it's delicious. Yeah, and you have, um, you know, the the sloppy vegan sandwich. You have stuff for uh, vegetarians, for vegans. You're, you're taking care of everyone. Trying to, yeah. I'm so, also, you know, emptying out my freezer. <laughs> yeah, I bet. So um, when it comes to putting these things together... Uh, you have to find something that you yourself can do, right? Yeah. Because you don't yeah, have like a full said, line. It's me doing all the prep. It did this bistro? How many? Uh, I've been in there only the one time uh, when I was in uh, the Lake Arrow, Arrowhead area. Now you guys are in what is that? Uh, Blue Jay? What is that area? Blue Jay, but you know, for all intents and purposes, it's Lake Arrowhead. So you can find them, by the way, at 26824 Highway 189 um, up there off of the 18. And, um, I, you know, looking at it, how many seats do you normally uh, have in uh, an evening? We seat 55, and then in the summer with our patio, it's another 20. So at full capacity, about 75 people. Gotcha. And so. So you're, you're you're probably making more meals than that now. Yeah, you know, for April, which is uh, really just kind of a bummer month for us, we're doing better numbers to go than we would if we were open. It's it's blown me away. I've been able to bring back one of my line cooks, which you know he's got a family support and he's he's right here in the trenches with me, and we got a system down and it's uh it's almost like we reopened the restaurant. And if you, if you ask my feet at the end of the night, <laughs> it feels like we just reopened the restaurant. Wow. Sam, uh, hang, hang tight. I'd like, I want to talk to you some more. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back, right? You got it. All right, brother. Talking to Chef Sam Perry uh, from Stone Creek Bistro, a, a beautiful little bistro in the hills of Lake Arrowhead. And um, uh, we've become friends online. And I just saw him turn a very scary – I could feel the tension – and I saw him turn it around, get with his people, focus in on what they could do to serve their clientele and to stay afloat. And I see him winning more and more each week. 
and I want him to pass that on to you, and I want you to know about what they're doing at Stone Creek Bistro. Um, if you're up in that area and you're looking for great food, uh, that's what you need to do. All right, we'll be back with more. Go nowhere. It is the Fork Report. I'm Neil Saavedra. Let's get the latest news now with Amy in the KFI newsroom. <laughs> yeah, you did. KFI AM640. I wasn't sure if that one had been edited prior, so I was waiting with bated breath. KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Who probably got to enjoy that in its entirety without the edit there. I'm your well-fed host, Neil Saavedra. How do you do? Don't forget tonight, if you're not following me on Instagram, please do. At Fork Reporter, at Fork Reporter on Instagram tonight at 9. I will be doing a split screen with my brother Craig, uh, who is quarantined at his home, but he just happens to have a a full working uh, speakeasy in his house. It's really, really cool. I come from a strange family. Uh, We had zero money, so... Uh, you know, as we grow older and work hard, it's like you go back to wanting things that you could never have when you were younger. Not that we would have had a bar, I guess, as a kid, but anywho, you know what I'm saying. So, uh, he, it's just really cool. So he's going to treat, uh, treat us to a drink, a beverage and to show us how to make it at home and all that stuff. So nine tonight on Instagram live, uh, find me at fork reporter at Fork Reporter. Follow me if you're not pleased, and we'll have uh, a good time tonight. I'm talking with a friend. He's a, a digital friend, which sounds, you know, a little creepy at first. But um, we, we met online, and uh, I had a chance to shake his hand and say hi some years ago when I was up on the mountain uh, with my family. And, uh, and Sam Perry, Chef Sam Perry, there at Stone Creek Bistro, uh, were cut from a similar cloth and have the same sense of humor. And I wanted you to meet him. I always wanted to do it live when we're in person together, maybe from up there or down here or something. But I want to share his his success story as, as he had to, to spin on a dime like everyone else during the shutdown and figure out how to serve his community and keep his place afloat. So the, the, the fried chicken sandwich, um, which is doing gangbusters, uh, what else is going? What is what else is is uh, clicking with the community? The apocalypse fries, which was just kind of a you know a way to use up some scrap from a, a brisket special we were doing. So I figured, okay, we'll throw some mac and cheese on top of our duck fat fries. The uh, burnt ends from the brisket, cover it in ranch and barbecue sauce and some pickled chilies, and see how that goes. And that's like uh, the combination of the past two or three weeks is. You know, on order three fried chicken sandwich, two apocalypse fries, over and over and over again. Wow. And can I just say thanks so much for that awesome buffer music? Screeching Weasel, they're the best. Yeah. Well, you know me. That's why you and I get along. <laughs> yeah. We have eclectic <laughs> tastes. And uh, you probably heard more of it than anyone else because we had to uh, trim it on the fly, as they say. Um, <laughs> we do our best not to drop the F-bomb on the air. Um but, uh, uh, and you're a musician as well, right? Yeah, I play uh, guitar, banjo, and piano. 
So, um, uh, man, how do you just pick up the banjo when you're having a bad day? Because you cannot play a sad song on a banjo. Is this Steve Martin I'm talking to or Neil I, <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Uh, you, know. you see, see that video of him that he put out uh, just playing the banjo recently after all this started going down? And it's just it's just a it's, happy, it's uplifting. Yeah. Like what? What? What can that guy not do? It's it's kind of infuriating because not only is he like you know one of the best comedians, written wonderful movies and books, uh, he plays the banjo, but he plays like awesome Earl Scruggs style three finger banjo, and he plays uh, kind of a claw hammer style, which is just like two completely different mindsets. And why wouldn't Steve Martin be able to do that? <laughs> yeah, he's a talent, a very talented. One of those people that I've loved since day one and uh, and do, do not grow tired of. I could, you know, watch him read the phone book because, of course, the new phone books are here. The new phone books are here. But I anything he does <laughs> makes me laugh. So uh, that's yeah, cool, too. Uh, that, that's a, a, a really cool gift. And is that is what's your solace right now when you leave the line and the restaurant at the end of a very busy night? What do you do? Because your wife, you work with your wife, right? This is all a family endeavor. Oh, completely family endeavor. It was my dad's idea to open uh, in December of 2012, and we opened that July in 13. And right now it's me and my wife, my niece, who helps uh, bag up the food at the expo line, my daughter, Sydney, who bags up the food at the expo line, and then my son, Benjamin, uh, named after Ben Weasel, I might add, he oh, car hopped. Wow. And he's, uh, he's doing real well. He's getting all kinds of shout-out on, on Facebook. Wow. And, it's uh, it's it's great. The kids get to see what we do, because uh, you know they're out of school for the rest of the year. So you know we do homeschooling with them, and then they come to work with us, and it's uh, it's actually a lot of fun. And at the end of the night, uh, I cook my family dinner at the restaurant. We all sit down and eat, and uh, we go home. And I'll play the guitar, and hang out with the kids, and just kind of you know do the dad thing for a little while. Go to sleep, wake up, and do it all over again. I'm, I'm I'm very lucky. The uh, the support from the community has just been tremendous, and I I can't thank uh, the Mountain community enough. It's been my hometown for over 30 years, so it's really it's really kind of great. I loved seeing it, man. I I I felt the intensity in your voice. Um, you know, when this first hit, and we were going back and forth, and. Uh, and I've seen you lift the nose of the plane up and been very proud uh, to watch what you're doing there. For anybody who wants more information, go to StoneCreekBistro.com. StoneCreekBistro.com. If you're anywhere uh, near the mountain when it's safe um, and not snowy and all that stuff, make sure you get up there to Stone Creek Bistro and uh, tell them hello um, and uh, get get that sandwich uh, because I can't get the chicken sandwich yet. He refuses to mail it to me because of something, his friend Sal Manila or something, and uh, he thinks it's unsafe. Uh, but I will eat that sandwich one day, and uh, we'll sit down and break bread, brother. Stay healthy and safe to you, your beautiful bride and your family, and uh, just keep doing what you're doing, brother. Oh, thanks, Neil. I appreciate it. And we've got nowhere to go but up. Yep. We'll be talking again soon, my friend. All right, Neil. Thanks, man. That is uh, Chef Sam Perry from Stone Creek Bistro. 
Find out more at stonecreekbistro.com if you're in the uh, Lake Arrowhead area. And I know a lot of you listen up there. Um, please uh, do what you can. Uh, these are good people. And I just love that he, 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 didn't let, he didn't let this beat him down. 26824 Highway 189 there in the Blue Jay area uh, right there in, uh, in Arrowhead. All right. It is Fork Port. I'm Neil Svedra, KFI, Los Angeles. Let me teach you how to eat. Let me teach you how to eat. How to marinate the meat. Let me teach you how to eat. It's a culinary treat. Let me teach you how to eat. Let me teach you how to make. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. This is Fork Port, all things food beverages and beyond every single Saturday from 2 to 5. I'm your well-fed host, Neil Saavedra. How do you do? Um, first of all, I um, want to remind you that you've got Mo, Mo Kelly coming up at 6 and then Dark Secret Place uh, at 8 with Brian, the Brian Suits. And then uh, Coast to Coast AM takes you to tomorrow morning at 5 where... Our, our buddy Oscar Ramirez takes over with the Daily Dive Weekend Edition. Uh, and then uh, live uh, Jesus show uh, for Easter, of course. Um, for those of you who are wondering about um, the Jesus show and taped shows or best of shows, things like that, it's all live right now. So if you haven't been listening, please do. Um, a couple of things. Someone mentioned, we were, I was talking to Sam Perry, Chef Sam Perry there with Stone Creek Bistro a minute ago. A really neat guy. Very, very neat guy. Uh, very eclectic. When we got on, he plays banjo, so we got on a jag about um, uh, about Steve Martin because we're both massive Steve Martin fans, right? And uh, Mary uh, just hit me up on Twitter and says uh, that he also has a doctorate in philosophy. I did not know that about Steve Martin, but uh, that is that is very, very cool. Um, post the shopping list for 9 p.m. Okay, I'll get a list uh, from my brother as to what's needed. Uh, for those of you who are going to be around tonight, uh, and again, if you're not following me on Instagram, please do, at Fork Reporter, at Fork Reporter on Instagram. Tonight at 9, I will uh, do a split screen with my brother Craig. He actually has... A, a full working speakeasy in his home, not an illegal one. It's just for, you know, himself, his husband, his friends and family and things like that. So, um, uh, but he mixes a killer drink. So he's going to teach us a drink tonight, uh, how to mix a particular drink. We might do Corpse Reviver. We might do Paper Plane. I'll, I'll find out and then we'll give the ingredients. Uh, a lot of you have been asking about my buddy Mondo. Uh, producer of the Fork Report, and uh, we wanted to bring him on the air. Mondo was shaking. Hey, buddy, how's it going? Whoa, man, that that new heart makes you sound more manly. Is it bigger? I know, right? It's uh, <laughs> I don't know if it's bigger, wow. but it's useful. So, Mondo, for those of you who don't know, he has been battling with an illness, 
and we've talked about it on the air before, and we love Mondo to death at the station, and, well, not to death, I don't want to give you any bad <laughs> juju, but um, he got a heart transplant and a kidney transplant the same day, and he's recuperating right now. So to walk us through it, buddy. Uh, yeah, so I've been dealing with uh, amyloidosis for a little bit over a year now. Um, I got put on a list for a heart transplant for about a year. And then this year, or uh, I've been on the transplant list um, at stage three for about a month. And that's when stage three is when you have to be in the hospital and be uh, put on hold while you're waiting in the hospital. And fortunately, there was a donor and I got them both done on Saturday. And it's now it's just going through the process of healing and uh, kind of learning how to walk again and just kind of getting used to this new heart and everything. So that's, and they're really big, you know, uh, on that. You think, okay, I got a new ticker. I got a new P factory. And the second <laughs> you come back, they're like, all right, get up and walk around. And you're like, really? Uh, they yeah, want you to walk. That was, that was pretty scary just because you don't know your, lim like, you know, your limitations sure. <clears throat> mentally, but afterward it's done you don't know what you're capable of because now you're capable of so much more because of a new heart and your kidney. So the day of, uh, I was able to stand. Um, and then I think I did a lap that day and then, uh, these are small laps. And then the next yeah, few days, you feel yeah. like you accomplish so much when you do that, that lap. Oh, you're like, yeah. Man. It takes a lot out of you too, as well, especially getting out of bed. Every day it, it got harder to get out of bed, but, um, just the soreness of it, you know, it, it takes time to recover from, you know, getting up and everything, but it's, uh, it's a good accomplishment just to even walk and it feels good. It feels really good. Now I can speak to life. the, you know, the kidney stuff and the scar there that the scar goes from, um, you know, over, uh, you know, just over your groin area, I suppose, or what is that there just over your your business yeah, and then it, pretty it, much. it kind of slides up into your stomach um, to the right of your belly button. And that's like exactly what you use to get yourself out of bed. So, yeah. So when they tell you to get out of bed, you're like, uh, I have two words and the last word is you. And <laughs> it, it just, it's a very scary feeling. Now tell us about the, the heart, what the scar that, how does that manifest? No, the scar is like right in the middle of your chest, and uh, I haven't seen it yet because I'm still kind of, you know, uh, preparing myself mentally to, to look at it. But just getting out of bed, you just it kind of feels like it's gonna it's gonna rip open almost. You're kind of afraid, but it's not. You know, every time you cough or or clear your throat, <laughs> so it's weird because you have to get used to uh, clearing your your chest or coughing. Because um, you feel like you might, you know, rip something open, but reactionality, you're not going to. No, do but you put just, a pillow yeah, on? Do they, they tell you to put a pillow on top to brace yourself? Yeah, actually, you I have a, a special pillow. It's a heart, <laughs> it's a heart pillow they give every heart transplant person, and you're supposed to hold it whenever you feel like you're going to cough or stand up, and it's supposed to brace you so that when you cough, and it's sort of help you out. Uh, but I tell you, when I get rid of that phlegm. Uh, but once in a while, it feels really good. Yeah. Because it's just it's clearing crazy. out your lungs and your tubes and everything. Hang tight, buddy. I want to talk to you some more. Uh, stick around and we'll, we'll come Definitely. back. 
Um, on the line is uh, Mondo, our buddy uh, Armando Hernandez. And uh, uh, Mondo is just a huge part of the KFI family, and we've been all rooting for him through this. And there were some dark days and fears, and the fact that he's in good hands there at Cedars, and they are uh, taking care of him and all that is just uh, amazing. And so we're really thrilled. I just want you to hear from him because so many of you have been asking. So we'll come back and talk to Mondo uh, some more. So stick around. It is The Fork Report. I'm Neil Savedrick. KFI AM640, live everywhere on that iHeartRadio app. Hey, everybody. It is the Fork Report, all things food, beverage, and beyond. Every Saturday from 2 to 5, I'm your well-fed host, Neil Savedra. How do you do? Uh, please, thank you. I'm noticing a lot of you are going to Instagram and uh, following me on Instagram. Please do so at Fork Reporter, at Fork Reporter. Why, you ask? Well, one, so we can keep in touch. But tonight, I'm going to do... Um, on Instagram Live at 9 p.m. tonight with my brother Craig. We'll split screen it. He'll be at home in his beautiful um, home bar. He's got a speakeasy at home that's just stunning. And I'll be at my much simpler home in my uh, house, uh, and he'll show us how to make a drink. I'm not sure exactly which one just yet. I'll let him, uh, I'll have him tell me, and then I'll send the ingredients out on Instagram for those of you who want to play the home game. Um, but it'll be fun. Uh, I miss him terribly, and it'll be a, uh, fun for us to connect um, as well as uh, you too. So I don't care if there's 10 of us. I really don't. I, I just, it does my heart good to connect with you folks. So thanks to those of you who want to play. We're talking uh, to our buddy Mondo, our beloved Mondo, who just received a brand new heart and a brand new kidney. God bless those doctors. God bless that donor. Um, uh, obviously a deceased donor, but they have to think ahead to make sure that their, their organs are, um, it can be used. And so it, it, it's a strange thing to go through this. I know Mondo, but, um, it's, it's cool that you are up and around and, uh, that you're going to power through this and get through this thing. It's very cool. Tell us about, um, the disease again. Uh, so amyloidosis is a disease similar to multi-myeloma, where it produces a protein coming from your bones, and it attacks certain organs. Um, now, I just I realized I just I found out that my aunt had amyloidosis a couple of years back, um, and now they they were able to find it, and all she does is take a pill for it, and uh, and it's manageable. It attacks her kidney, but in my case, it attacked my heart and part of my kidney. So in order to get rid of it, I needed to get, um, I needed a new heart because it was already attacking it and my heart could not take a bone marrow transplant with the current heart that I had. So is that the next that this step process then? Is done, I'm sorry? Is that the next step then, a bone marrow transplant? Yeah, so about a year after this is done, I'm recovering from this, I'll be able to go in for the bone marrow transplant and then Probably see where we're at there at that point. If it's still um, a huge deal, where it's still attacking my heart or other organs, then 
they I can take a bone marrow I can do the bone marrow transplant and see and that will fix it and I should be healthy enough to do it. But there's a quite there's a possibility that I might not need it just because of the new heart and with the new drugs and the and the steroids that I'm on now could kill it off. So hoping for the best. Are you you're on steroids? Do you have like roid rage? Yeah, you don't want to make me angry, Neil. Yeah, I never did. I mean, you come across as this sweet, you know, nine foot tall Mexican kid who's very kind and loving. But I always knew back behind those those kind eyes was a raging monster within. Yeah, don't rage. Are you throwing like bedpans around and making demands? Yeah, when I can, throw my juice box. <laughs> you, you know what um, you had told me that once you're in the hospital for 20 days or more they start giving you VIP meals once a week or something yeah and thank, thank God for the nurse that told me about this this is pretty cool um, so if you're in here for a long amount you know a long period of stay after 20 days they will give you uh, one, menu selection, one menu selection from the deluxe menu and um, unfortunately <laughs> I couldn't have fluid. I couldn't have solid foods uh, this past Tuesday. Those are my ideas to get my deluxe meal. So I had to pass on my deluxe meal. But this oh, Tuesday, man. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, but it's, uh, like, it's a good uh, menu. You on like broth right now and stuff like that? No, I got back to solid foods yesterday. Wow, but they had to you. keep me on on a, on fluids for a while, which you know honestly wasn't that bad. I really enjoyed it. I kind of want to go home and make. Uh, some bone stock, and when I get home, I just use those as snacks. It's great. One, it's great to snack on. Uh, it fills you up, and it's good for soups and for flavoring, as well as you know, it's easy to make. And if you don't know how to make it, and it can be you know very uh, uh, intimidating sometimes to make, but it's really easy to make, and I feel like it's some, it's a skill that everybody should have for sure. Your new nickname is Bone Stock. Oh, I like it. Yeah. yeah. Nobody will know why, but we'll know. <laughs> That's awesome, buddy. I'm glad that you're feeling better. I love hearing your voice. We've been texting, but uh, to hear your voice does my heart good. So many people are asking about you. So just get better, pal. Uh, we love you. We're rooting for you. If you need anything, you let us know. Well, too, man. Thanks for the support from everybody. I really, really appreciate it a lot. And uh, it means a lot to me. It means a lot. It's all fake, man. They just want the guacamole. <laughs> Let's be honest. They just want the guacamole. That's what's got to be. The blue ribbon, baby. Yeah, three <laughs> ribbons. All right, pal. Get well. We'll we'll talk soon. All right. Thank you so much. Right, Love that boy. Don't cut him off at the air end there. We went long because I just I hadn't heard his voice in a while. Oh, oh. KFI AM 640, live everywhere on that iHeartRadio app. Hey, everybody, it's the Fork Report, all things food, beverages, and beyond, right here on KFI. I'm your well-fed host, Neil Saavedra. Thanks for hanging out. Don't forget, you've got Mr. Mo Kelly. Don't forget that mister, either. Who He has got the cutest freaking dog in the whole wide world. Now he's got two. Um, but, man, they're just uh, gorgeous, gorgeous dogs. I call them Monopoly dogs. What are those, English English setter, what are those? Amy King, anyone? The Monopoly dog figure? Wait, what'd you ask? 
What are the, the Monopoly dog, the game piece? What kind of dog is that? Is that an English a, setter or something? I think it's a terrier. Terrier. English terrier? Scotch it's, terrier? Like, yeah, Scot like a little Scotty kind Scot of Scott terrier? Dog. I don't know. I can't remember. Anyways, they're cute as hell. And uh, Mo's been uh, posting on his uh, Instagram. Oh, Benson. Uh, uh, Benson, yes. Yeah. But he's got a new one. He's got another one. Oh, he's got uh, another, another one? one? Yeah, I think oh. so. Uh, but they're cute as hell. Anyways, Mr. Uh, Mo Kelly coming up at 6 o'clock. Then you've got Dark Secret Place with the Brian Suits. I just um, reposted uh, something he posted about the foraging and the mustard uh, flowers, the mustard plants that make the hills of uh, Southern California yellow during this time of year. Had some interesting facts there, um, food facts. So check that out. Also, follow, if you're not following me on Instagram, please do, at Fork Reporter, at Fork Reporter on Instagram. Um, I'm trying to do more live stuff. I know a lot of uh, Dean Sharp did one um, on Friday. Uh, Gary and Shannon have been doing them. They've been leading the pack doing this stuff uh, very early on. Um, uh, Dr. Wendy did one on Wednesday. So we're trying to connect with you as much as possible. I don't have a set time yet, but tonight I do. Um, and that is that I'm going to split screen with my brother, Craig. Um, uh, he and I are good buddies. I haven't seen him in a while, obviously. So this will have an opportunity for us to connect and also uh, you to join us. So it looks like, and he's just texting me now. Um, okay. So he's coming up with ideas. The last word. Um, yeah. Okay. So I think we're going to do the last word is the cocktail we're going to do. I'll put the ingredients up. I'll split screen with him. He's got a killer bar. He's got a killer in his home, has a speakeasy. Uh, not an illegal one. This is just uh, for friends, family, and he and his husband. But they, it's just stunning. Just You can tell they work in the entertainment industry. Uh, but uh, so he will be from home. I'll be from home. It'll be fun for us all to hang out. And uh, you can ask some questions and stuff like that. Um, on Instagram. So follow me now, if you would, at Fork Reporter, at Fork Reporter, and uh, we'll be doing that later uh, tonight. <clears throat> Scottish Terrier, he tells me. Thanks, buddy. So last word, it looks like we're going to be doing, and um, uh, that's bourbon, maraschino uh, liqueur, green chartreuse, and lemon juice are the ingredients. Green chartreuse? What's that? It's a it's a, a mixer. Huh. You you, but he's going to also tell us you know some things that can be switched out in here too. If you don't have those particular ingredients, um, give the profile and things like that. So and there fun. it is. I googled it. Look at you! Wow, you're going to join us, Amy King. Kind of you're going to pop on, learn how to mix a drink. You are you saying that I don't know how? No, I'm just saying this is a new one. Last word. You know how to mix that one? <laughs> yeah. I know you always like to get the last word in, but we'll just have to see. Last word cocktail. I'm going to look it up right now. Oh, don't spoil it. Oh, that one looks good. It is uh, very good. Uh, but it'll be fun tonight at 9 on Instagram Live. Uh, follow me at Fork Reporter. My brother and I will be uh, mixing drinks. Can you heckle yeah, on Instagram Live? What's that? Can you heckle? I mean, like, not that I would or anything. But yeah, Amy, you, you can uh, comment oh, while he's okay. live. Good. Hey, yeah, hey, so we'll uh, him. Morgan the Millennial, why don't you um, 
<laughs> Zip it. You do that? <laughs> yeah, I, I was waiting. What, what is he about to say? I was going to say, do, do that thing that everyone likes uh, when you shut the hell up. <laughs> oh, the people love that. All right. Oh, I'll they love it. it. It's the best. How it's about a crowd favorite. Yeah. Man, people always are asking. I hope she does that thing where she shuts the hell up. That's my favorite. It is the crowd favorite. It is. <laughs> nah, it's just Jawan that wants you to do that. I love what? when you say things. Because in it. Well, hey, Juan, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to throw you under the bus, but I mean, the the texting, man, come to me for the joke, Neil. She ruins it. And I'm like, ah, bro, I'm just trying to do my show. What? But I told you that yeah, in confidence, he, Neil. I'm sorry. We buddy. should go to break. I'm about to fight him. <laughs> that'll be that'll be great. All right. When we come back, uh, let's see. Um, grocery, reusable grocery bags. Are they safe? Also, um, Huffington Post, their food food uh, section, uh, are they put up their 10 most liked recipes. And I thought they were an interesting combination. We'll run through those as well. Walking through the park, I'm like a child at play. KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, everybody, it's the Fork Report. All things food and beverage and beyond here on uh, KFI. I'm your well-fed host, Neil Saavedra. How does you do? Although, strangely enough, I'm actually losing weight still during all this. And I'm having those, you know, same battles you are, uh, whether it's uh, with uh, drinking or, um, uh, you know, comfort foods or whatever it is, man. It is a different time in, indeed. Um, but I'm determined. I'm determined to uh, to stay on track to the best of my ability, and uh, I hope you're doing the same. It's good to have comfort food. I, I really, man. We made a pizza a week or so ago, my my boy and I, and oh, it was good. It just it, it's fun for those things. But um, let's uh, try and 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 not go overboard together, okay? Um, tonight, uh, I will be doing a, an Instagram Live with my brother, Craig. Um, he has a, a, a speakeasy in his home, a full working bar. He's going to walk us through. So I got confused because I'm moving too fast here. So I'm going to go back to, to his notes. And I should have known this, but um, the last word is actually gin-based. So we'll talk about that. Gin, maraschino liqueur, green chartreuse, lime juice. The lost word is a, a lost ward, rather, is a spin on it with bourbon, maraschino, liquor, uh, green chartreuse, and uh, lemon juice. So um, that's what we'll be talking about tonight. Of course, you can ask questions. I'll do my best to catch them and ask them to him. Uh, but it'll just be fun to hang out. Like I said, I don't care if there's 10 of us. Um, I just want to connect with people and hang out and um, who better to connect with than you folks? I mean, you're my, you're my people. So that'll be fun tonight at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, I'll be doing that with my brother Craig. So please uh, give me a follow at Instagram um, at Fork Reporter, at Fork Reporter there on Instagram. So uh, Huffington Post has been posting a lot of different recipes on their Instagram. And the, the, their top 10 most liked ones were an interesting combination Herb, uh, herby kale pesto pasta with buttery walnuts. That sounds delish. I get it. Um, this one is a no-brainer. Detroit-style pepperoni and pickled pepper pan pizza. Oh, boy. 
sold by seashells by the seashore. Um, but that Detroit uh, Detroit style is a pan pizza. It's a square pan. Uh, it's almost like uh, granny or grandmother style pizza. It's a, a you know deep dish, but it's in a square pan, kind of a homey style. Uh, gets nice and and bubbly and crunchy and delicious, and it's very bready um, crust. But that's a you know I can see how that uh, plays up big. Crispy Persian rice. I've had this before, but I've never made it with spiced golden chickpeas. Chickpeas. I've noticed have been on in a lot of recipes right now. I don't know if it was something that a lot of people didn't think about um, grabbing uh, because it's canned and didn't think about grabbing it um, in the first rush of all the binging and and hoarding that happened, which is subsiding, by the way. And um, and uh, so uh, maybe they happened to be on the shelves. People weren't thinking about making their own. Uh, hummus, making uh, dishes like this, using them for salads, things like that. So crispy Persian rice spiced with golden chickpeas uh, was another one. Outrageous, herbaceous Mediterranean chickpea salad. See, these things are popping up all over the place. Milk chocolate brownies, no joke. My wife made brownies the other day, and I've been uh, doing my best to stay away from them. But uh, had a pop of gin last night, and the first thing I wanted to do is uh, get myself some some brownies. Um, one skillet, one skillet saucy chicken tortilla enchilada enchilada rice bake. This looks delicious. What a great breakdown! So um, they've got the chips in there. It's like a like a casserole style um, in your cast iron dish. That looks sexy as hell. This one sounds. Wonderful creamed spinach mac and cheese. Good night, Irene. Come on now. You don't want to eat that right now? I do. And you can feel good about it because it's got spinach in there. A sweet potato lentil curry with crisp sesame chickpeas. Again with them chickpeas. French onion chicken lasagna roll-ups. Wait a second. Let me let me dive into this for a second. Let's see how this is uh, tossed together, together here. Um, so it's almost like the, the onion soup, French onion soup. Um, mm, but it's got pasta. Okay. So you're getting your lasagna pasta. I see. This is nice. So you get that, uh, some of the flavor from caramelized onions. Uh, they're mixed with, um, uh, uh, you know, gosh, it looks like uh, spinach in here. I'm looking at photos. Oh. Saute the spinach, uh, and make a thyme bechamel sauce, and you spread it all on there, and then you roll them up and bake them off in a casserole dish. Oof. Oh, my gosh. That looks good. Uh, deep dish cookie bowls for two. Okay, so the pizzuki, that's basically what you're doing. And the thing about a good pizzuki at home is, one, undercook it slightly because it has residual heat when you pull it out. So if you pull it out when you think it's done, it'll be overdone by the time you eat it, which is no harm, no foul. You put a scoop of vanilla ice cream on there and you'll be fine. But when it's just a little doughy and a little undercooked in the center, center, I I think they're amazing. That crispy edge, all of those things. BJ's uh, Restaurant and Brewery, they do it right, man. But uh, you can make them at home as well. 
But those are the uh, top 10 uh, Instagram dishes that uh, Huffington Post Food put out. And I just thought, man, those are just an interesting balance of flavors and concoctions. I had told you earlier that um, a restaurant supply place is now open to the public. It's Restaurant Depot. And you may have known, uh, seen them before. They are not open to the public. We have uh, 11 of them in Southern California. So you have uh, Kramer Boulevard in Anaheim, um, Oliver Holmes Road in Colton, Gothard Street in Huntington Beach, 68th Street, Long Beach, uh, Hampton Avenue in Torrance, Washington Boulevard, Los Angeles, Jefferson Boulevard here in Los Angeles, San Gabriel Boulevard, Pasadena, uh, Strathern Street in Van Nuys, 57th Street in Vernon, and Walnut Drive in Walnut. So here's the deal. They're great stores. I've had the pleasure of shopping in them before because being in uh, the, the food industry per se, um, I uh, can have um, uh, be a member. But what they're doing for the first time in 40 years is opening their stores up to non-members so that you can get food. I will tell you this though, you gotta keep in mind that they, they make Costco look like a regular grocery store. The poundage and the packaging is massive. So if you're going in there, keep in mind, you're probably gonna get a 50 pound flour bag. It really is, some of the canned goods, it's super smart because they're gonna hold, but uh, you're, you're really, really getting large items but god bless them um super smart thing to do very kind to do to open up to the public and keep everything going they obviously supply a lot for restaurants so uh with restaurants being uh on hold in many ways uh if they're not doing curbside or takeout this is a nice way to keep everyone afloat so um check into your local restaurant depot store and find out how you can get the day pass and all those things uh, but very, very cool. And the stores are, are amazing. They really just are super, super cool. And uh, always had a great time when I've gone in them. And uh, they're good people. We, maybe we can get them on next week to talk about their decision to do this. I just thought it was really smart and kind of them. So uh, Restaurant Depot stores open to the public first time in 40 years. Just keep in mind, it's going to be massive uh, restaurant-style portions and sizes. But... If you have a big family, if you know how to take care of these things and store them well, um, it's, a, it's a great, great way to go. It is the Fork Report. We'll be back with more. Neil Saavedra, KFI Los Angeles. Let me teach you how to eat. Let me teach you how to eat. How to marinate the meat. Let me teach you how to eat. It's a culinary treat. Let me teach you how to eat. Let me teach you how to make. KFI AM 640. Live everywhere on that iHeartRadio app. Hey, everybody, it's the Fork Report. All things food, beverage, and beyond. Every Saturday, I'm your well fed host, Neil Saavedra. How do you do? Mo Kelly coming up at uh, 6. And then at 8 o'clock, you've got Dark Secret Place with the Brian Suits. Coast to Coast AM takes you to 5 tomorrow, where you will have uh, our buddy Oscar Ramirez do Daily Dive, Weekend Edition. 
and then the Jesus Christ Show, uh, which is uh, for those of you um, who listen and hear repeats or things like that, that it's all live right now, and um, Easter is no exception. So um, uh, please tune in then, won't you, tomorrow morning at 6. So uh, Disneyland, there, you know, it, it's been such a bummer to be. I know Amy King is a big Disneyland fan as well. It's, it's a bummer. Um, we're both pass holders. My family's pass holders. And to be able to go at, to the park anytime is just such a, a treat and, a, and a, you know, uh, just a fun way uh, to experience Southern California uh, and have it in our backyard, something that people travel, you know, across uh, the world to get to, um, we've got in our own backyard. And so I've been going through withdrawals and as I know many of you have, and they are really stepping to it with their social media, trying to connect. They came out last week with a bunch of zoom, um, backgrounds or, uh, for all these video chats and things that we're doing more and more and office meetings and all of these through, through video, they have backgrounds and they're great of the castle and everything else. Um, so you can have them in your background while you're you're doing your meetings and what have you. But two things that really got people excited, they, uh, their famed uh, Dole Whip that was introduced back in 1986 uh, at the Enchanted Tiki Room in Adventureland there, um, they released the, the recipe for it. Now this is the, the recipe for the Dole Whip that you see people in line for consistently every time you go to Disneyland. So it's pretty cool. So the recipe is super basic. One big scoop of vanilla ice cream, four ounces of pineapple juice, and two cups of frozen pineapple blended together. That is it. So you add it to a blender until it's smooth or food processor or whatever you have, and then you serve it in a bowl. If you wanna try and get that swirl effect that you see there, um, you can use a piping bag if you have it. If you have a piping bag you like to bake, um, put the star tip on there and do that. Um, but uh, it is, uh, whew. but mm, mm, mm. yum, yum, yum. So I want to try that. And then the second one that they came out with, which is very cool, is their churro recipe. That is, you know, that's another thing is getting those, uh, oh, gosh warm cinnamon so yummy now churros are kind of interesting because they are uh you know it's not a, a, a soupy dough it's um it's a more of a doughy dough so and it, you push it through another star shape or this uh, you know special shape there so you can get that as it goes into the hot oil so the ingredients are one cup of water and you know what um Morgan, if you can do me a favor and uh, post these recipes, I'll go ahead. Oh, wait, you have the links from our show notes. Um, put them up on uh, the KFI site. So at KFIAM640.com, keyword fork report will take you to my page, and uh, Morgan will post those. One cup water, eight tablespoons butter, quarter tablespoon salt, one and a quarter cups all-purpose flour, three eggs, one and a half cups vegetable or canola oil, uh, half cup sugar, three quarters uh, teaspoon of ground cinnamon, divided. And you combine the water, the butter, the salt, quarter teaspoon of cinnamon in um, 
a one and a half quarter quart saucepan over medium heat, bring pot to a rolling boil, reduce the heat to low, add flour, uh, stir vigorously. You get it's going to start forming a ball, a dough ball in there. Remove from heat, let rest for five to seven minutes. Um, add eggs one at a time, stir until combined, then set aside. Then you want to heat the oil in a medium skillet uh, or one quart saucepan over medium high heat till the temperature reaches 350. And then you can either, um, you know, spoon the, the dough in there and make little balls or something. But I'd say do it into a piping bag. You want that large star tip on there. And just do little one-inch strips in that saucepan. Um, you can cut it with a knife as it comes out. Uh, and then it'll drop into the pan. Just make sure that you're close to the oil so you don't get splattered on. And they'll be like these little uh, churro bites. Uh, wait till they're golden brown. And uh, then dust them with that magic cinnamon. Those look got... so easy, even I could make them. Oh, they, you... I watched the little video, and I'm like, I could do this, I could do they're, this. They're not difficult. They're not difficult at all. We've made churros here at the house. They're very fun. And sometimes you can even squirt more out and make a little... Um, you know, more uh, a longer one or a curved one or something like that. Okay, I did have I, one question, though. Yes. Speaking of the shape of them, because I don't have a star tip, like a metal yeah. star. Oh, I might. No, I don't think I do. I mean, so how would you, you just cut the tip of a bag and then you just don't have the cool ridges? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. If you, if you don't have the star shape somewhere, um, uh, then you would just put it into like a, a large Ziploc bag, put the dough in there. And then cut a, a corner of the bag off and squeeze it through that corner and it will, you know, tube it out. It just won't give that star shape. But you could absolutely do that. Okay. Um, you could also do that uh, with a slightly smaller uh, opening. Squeeze the bag and twirl it as it's going into um, the heated oil. And you can do just like, and then when you bring it out, cover it in uh, the cinnamon and then put ice cream and berries and whipped cream on there and you make their uh, churro funnel cake, um, which is delicious. They have those at the park as well. Right, am I right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm hungry. So I know, <laughs> I know, eat it, wanna eat it. So we'll post these, but I thought that was very cool. Disney, uh, Disneyland is doing everything it can to continue to be connected. There was a, a video posted yesterday and it was on uh, uh, one of the, the news stations of uh, Disneyland still has people, uh, cast members, raising the flag every day in the park. I saw uh, that video. Isn't that cool? I just love that. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. Maybe I'm sappy, old school, whatever. But that stuff just warms my heart. And, and I stop every time I can when I'm at the park to watch them go through that. I just think those things are, are so important. They're not corny. They're not just symbolic. I think they're they're powerful. You know, turning my lights blue in the front of my house and um, that, that trim the gardens and stuff like that in the front um, is a small symbolic way for me to say to anybody who drives by that uh, that, work, that is a, a first responder that I'm thinking about them. Symbols can be very, very powerful. And anybody that, that mocks them, I'm looking at you, John and Ken, Actually, John, um, it, it, they forget what these symbols are. You know, I, uh, you know, they wear wedding rings. They, you, you know, people do things that symbolize things uh, as a way to speak to others and to connect with others and say, "I care about you." So when I hear 
people cheering at eight o'clock in my neighborhood, coming out of their homes to cheer and applaud. That's not a goofy thing to me. That is a way of expressing your love and appreciation for people that aren't safe at home, that are going into the hospitals to work every day, that are truckers and security guards and uh, these essential members of society, uh, mail, mail carriers, man. I mean, all these things, uh, Amazon delivery, they're just people busting their hump. And God bless the truckers that are still keeping the supply chain going. And if their job isn't hard enough as it is with long hours and long routes and all of those things, I, I'm thrilled every time I hear from a trucker they listen to KFI or my show or anything. I just am honored by that because... Um, they're they're battling daily, and so symbols can be very very important. And I think uh, Disneyland gets that right; they get it big time. All right, we'll be back with more. Um, oh, uh, we've got some good folks coming up. We got to tell you about different projects going on across the Southland to help people out and uh, things like that. So go nowhere. It is the Fork Report. I'm Neil Svedra. Let's get the latest with Amy King in the KFI Newsroom. I only want a friend who stayed to the end. What do I get? KFI AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. This is the Fork Report. Hey, everybody. It's Neil Saavedra, your friendly neighborhood fork reporter. From uh, 2 to 5 every Saturday, we hang out. It's beautiful out there right now. Uh, Sun creeping across the sky. Blue skies uh, clearing up that rain that we've had. And uh, just, a man, this is grilling weather for sure. Did a little grilling live on Instagram last night talking about two-zone grilling and a reverse sear because many of you had asked about that. Um, And and it dumped out. It cut me off halfway through because my phone got too hot uh, standing next to the grill. My iPhone just petered out. I actually had to put it in a refrigerator for a minute. Don't do that at home to bring the temperature down so I could start back up again. So there's only part of it maybe still left on my stories, um, but that will come down I don't know when I did it, maybe 7 o'clock last night, 5 o'clock, something like that. Um, don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Fork Reporter, at Fork Reporter on Instagram, because I will be doing another live one um, about uh, mixing drinks tonight with my brother Craig. Uh, so follow me on Instagram at Fork Reporter. We'll do that tonight at 9, at 9. Um, so, okay, so are we, okay, I'm watching the phone lines move. This should be uh, Jason Peoples, is that right? You there, Jason? Yes, no. Neil, I'm are. here. There you are. Um, I'm doing the phones remotely, and it's a little odd. Sometimes it gives us a little bit of de- a delay. But uh, Jason Peoples is the vice president of public school restaurants. Uh, great restaurant. If you haven't, uh, they're, they're themed towards where they are. So the, the area code at the end, uh, for instance, public school uh, 213 public school 805 public school you get the idea um restaurant and bar they'll be uh uh putting together um something to help feed folks on uh the front lines correct correct yeah we've partnered with a great organization called feeding the front lines los angeles uh what they're doing they're partnering with local restaurants um smaller restaurants and uh, feeding the frontline employees uh, or the doctors and nurses at hospitals all around Southern California just to make sure that they have healthy, nutritious food to eat while they're 
battling this uh, horrible pandemic. Um, the other part of their organization, what they're trying to accomplish is also keep the doors open for smaller restaurants like ourselves, which we really appreciate. Um, so we're just, we're blessed to be able to be a part of this. And, and one of our main goals as a company is to keep, keep this thing going, keep our business operating so that all the people that have been furloughed, all our team members, um, you know, some of them are having a really tough time and we just want to, we want to be able to be there when they come back to work and to, to give them a job. Of course, that's, that is the key. I don't, uh, I'm trying to think if I saw you guys up there or not, but um, there's a free website that I'm working with Orange County Restaurant Association. It's for LA, Long Beach, Orange County. Um, be sure to check it out. It's timefortakeout.com, timefortakeout.com. Get, get up there what your restaurants are doing. You've got over 160,000 people going to that website daily looking for um, what restaurants in their local area. And I, I ask that you do that. It's completely free. No one's making money from it at all. It's just so we can get money back into the hands of people like yourself that, are, um, that have restaurants and are trying to keep them afloat so these people furloughed have a place to get back to. So how can people uh, find out more about um, public school 213 and uh, public school restaurants and bars in general? Well, we're, you know, we're open. We're in downtown L.A. We're on the corner of 6th and Flower, right in the heart of downtown L.A. So sure. stop by. We are open for delivery, takeout. Uh, we're on all the delivery partners, DoorDash, Postmates, Uber Eats, so on and so forth. Uh, you can go to our website, psontap.com, psontap.com, and you can find all the locations in L.A. We have three. We're at Culver City, Sherman Oaks, and downtown L.A., uh, and we're you know, we have Easter brunch packages uh, that we would love to serve you. We do cocktail kits at home. Uh, we're offering uh, pizza kits for you to take the dough home and bake them at home. And then we have just a bunch of really good deals. We want to we wanna give people a little bit of our happy hour at home. So we have $6 items that you can enjoy. We have 30, per, 30 to 50% off all of our signature cocktails. So um, now is a unique time where you can order, I think, as a lot of people know, you can order cocktails and and have them delivered to your doorstep so uh now's a good time to try that <laughs> well brother i've eaten at every single one that you mentioned and i've never had a bad meal actually the quite the opposite i've always oh, I had love really it. great meals so um i love that you guys are doing this keep your head above water man continue to help people out like you're doing and we'll be out of this soon enough all right brother thank you i hope so all right jason uh, peoples uh, oh no my pleasure thank you jason peoples from He's the vice president of public school restaurant and bar, um, uh, Culver City, downtown, Sherman Oaks. Uh, they really they really have delicious food and just a cool vibe. And uh, God bless them and uh, uh, for what they're doing. Stick around. We've got more to come. It is Forkport. Let's get the latest news now with Amy King in the KFI Newsroom. KFI AM 640 live everywhere on that iHeartRadio app. Hey, everybody, it's the Fork Report. I'm your well-fed host, Neil Saavedra. How do you do? We talk about food, beverage, and beyond every Saturday for three hours, and I love that you're uh, hanging out with us. Uh, don't forget Mr. Mo Kelly at 6, then Dark Secret Place with the Brian Suits at 8. Takes you uh, to Coast to Coast AM, which goes to 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. 
You've got Oscar Ramirez and the Daily Dive, of course, um, Weekend Edition, and then the Jesus Christ Show. Uh, for those of you who are avid listeners and hear um, uh, taped stuff, just know that it is live. It is live now, so enjoy yourself. And um, as the producer, I'm looking forward to the Easter show tomorrow. So join us there, won't you? Um, don't forget, follow. This is, I uh, don't have much more time to, to remind you of this, and that is that I will be doing a live split-screen Instagram live uh, tonight at 9 with my brother Craig. He's going to teach us uh, a cocktail, uh, the, f- the final word, and then he, uh, a tweaked version called um oh god i forgot what it was called something ward anyways <laughs> we'll be going through that later at nine so follow me on instagram at fork reporter at fork reporter on instagram and uh, join us tonight like i said i don't care if there's 10 of us i just want to connect with people and my brother and have a good time uh, talking about cocktails uh i don't drink on saturdays usually because uh um, sunday morning comes very early I got to be focused, you know, my boss and all is the Lord. So, um, but uh, I think it'll be good to to go through. A lot of great things going on in the community. Uh, The hospitality industry has taken a massive, massive hit. Yet, not only are they concerned about their employees and the people that work with uh, them as uh, the really the largest industry in the United States. I mean, that is a massive industry. Um, the hospitality industry. So um, they're worried about themselves, but you know what? They're really rising up um, to take care of others right now. It's a crazy, beautiful thing going on. So uh, I wanted to bring you uh, abreast of some of the things going on. Next person I want to talk to is uh, Elliot uh, Montero. He's the co-founder of The Hospitality Life, and he's also the board on the board of directors for the United States Bartenders uh, Guild Social. Um, welcome to the show, Elliot. How's it going? Thank you for having me. Well, it's strange times indeed, but there is, uh, there is an impressive act that goes on throughout the industry, looking at, uh, people like yourself that are engaging and finding ways to help others and still stay afloat. So why don't you tell us a little bit about the hospitality life? Absolutely. Um, the hospitality life, uh, you know, it, it's something that grew out of need during these, these times. Uh, I'm lucky enough to be in the industry, but I work for a spirits brand, Mara um, Montenegro. So I am not as affected as, uh, you know, our compatriots that are behind the bar or at restaurants. So given this time, I, I, took, I took my blessing and um, used that as a way to Um, give back to the community. So I'm partnering up with uh, a wonderful guy, Mike, uh, who runs the blog, The Best Drink Ever. Uh, You can check them out on Instagram. And uh, also with Jan, who is the president of the USBG here in Southern California. And um, we're doing everything we can to kind of bring awareness to the community. But we also discovered during these times, everybody's streaming, everybody's going live. So what we did is we created a channel to hopefully bring all these contributors together um, to not only entertain the people of the hospitality industry or anybody else that's interested, um, but to help raise funds uh, and distribute it back to those in need at the moment. That's super smart. Tell us about that. So what it is, is it's a live streaming channel, uh, basically operates um, just as any other, like, say, TV station would. I never thought I would find myself in broadcasting, but here I am. 
Um, and so we're collecting all different types of entertainment um, from people streaming all over the Internet, whether it be uh, bartenders giving out cocktail recipes, doing live, uh, you know, cocktail demos, um, spirits brand ambassadors doing uh, education. We even have uh, health and wellness. Um, we do a workout every single morning sponsored by Milagro Tequila and a great uh, group of guys called Earn Your Booze, which is all about getting up in the morning, um, working out and earning those calories that you're going to take in later um, through imbibing. Um, we also no, have a variety of... Usually, tequila is usually <laughs> the reason why most of us don't see morning. <laughs> exactly. I think that's a nice exactly. dichotomy, a little switch up there. Um, so where can everybody around, find right? this? Where can people find this YouTube? Uh, uh, and what's the name of it so that they can check it out? Yeah, so we actually stream live on two platforms. Um, we, we stream on Facebook Live, so facebook.com slash the hospitality life. Um, we also stream on Twitch, um, twitch.tv uh, slash the hospitality life. Awesome. And then uh, just our website, thehospitalitylife.com, has a lot more information about how uh, you can get involved, whether uh, as a viewer, as a contributor, if you have a cool show idea and want to um, want to show with us. Or um, we're always looking for partners and brand partners to help um, raise funds to to help our people in need at this time. Very cool, Elliot. It's a pleasure to meet you. I, I look forward to us, you know, c connecting on the other side of all this garbage uh, with other things. But I love that you're keeping it positive and focusing on everyone. Um, so thank you very check much. Out, uh, the hospitality life, the hospitality life is what you're looking for. All right, uh, be well, my friend, and we will talk again soon. Um, so much going on and we're trying to give you everything we can um the hospitality uh you can also donate by the way hospitalitydonate.com hospitalitydonate.com and check out their facebook uh facebook.com slash the hospitality life KFI AM640 live everywhere on that iHeartRadio app. Hey, everybody. Happy Easter weekend. Uh, we're just coming out of uh, Passover. Um, and oh, we've got Ramadan starting on the 25th. That's, that's, really, um, that's really the uh, holiday you want to be doing right now because it'll save you trips to the grocery store. Um, because you're fasting. Smart. Very smart right now. That's the time to be fasting. Don't have to worry about those trips to where everybody is. Um, so uh, I know that it's going to be a, a weird holiday uh, for everyone um, that is celebrating this, uh, this month. And we just were told that it's going to go through the 15th of May. And we can't expect that it might go longer as well. Uh, this is a lot of stuff. But I think as they start um, checking people for um, the antibodies and things and seeing if they had had it before, like I said, I think my wife and I had it uh, late last year. Um, and now they're thinking that seems to be the case, that they're thinking that uh, we might have had it here in California um, earlier than they thought. So who, who knows? We'll see. And that, that'll change things because if they see that more people have had it already. They might be loose, loosening the reins and whatnot. But the good thing is we're all here together. 
Um, thank you so much for listening to KFI. Uh, we know that that it's it's uh, sappy to say that we're family, but it is. It doesn't mean I'm going to pay your tuition or anything. But when I say we're family, it means that we've connected for a long time. I've been with KFI over two and a half decades, and um, this is my family. I love coming here and connecting with you on social media and everything else. Um, and, uh, you know, tr constantly finding ways. And I will do my best to connect with you. Um, and, you know, I still have my family and people that I, I need to be with. And the days are long because it's I work uh, doing other things at the station as the assistant program director and the like. So I just want you to know that I, I, it means a lot to me when you spend your time here uh, hanging out with us on the program and here at KFI. And when we're doing these live things, Gary and Shannon have been doing great. They're doing all kinds of live hits on Instagram. Um, you had Dr. Wendy do it on Wednesday. I think she's going to be doing it every Wednesday. Um, you had Dean do it on Friday. I think he's still going to do it on Fridays. I don't know if he's going to change that, um, but we'll keep you posted on that. Follow everybody here at KFI if you get a chance. Um, if you haven't already, please follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Fork Reporter, at Fork Reporter, particularly on Instagram because tonight uh, I will do a live uh, split feed on Instagram with my brother Craig from his home. He'll be at his home in his gorgeous speakeasy bar at home. It's really ridiculous. It's vulgar. And, um, and I will be here in my uh, home office and we'll talk about the drinks. He is uh, going to be teaching at least um, two drinks, I believe, or what we're going to go over. One is uh, last word, and the second is lost ward. I got that right. I bet he's home applauding right now. So last word is a fantastic drink. It is gin-based, uh, maraschino, uh, uh, liquor, green chartreuse, and lime juice. Uh, lost ward is a variation done with bourbon um, and lemon juice and maraschino liquor and uh, green chartreuse. So we'll talk about that. You can ask some questions uh, by texting them. I'll do my, my best to moderate them uh, and we'll have a good time. So that's at nine tonight on Instagram, nine tonight on Instagram. Just follow me at Fork Reporter on Instagram and we'll do that at 9 p.m. Uh, Pacific Standard Time and uh, that'll be fun. So join me there, won't you? Mo Kelly coming up at 6, then Dark Secret Place at 8. Uh, Coast to Coast takes you to 5 a.m. where Oscar comes aboard with the Daily Dive Weekend Edition and Live Jesus Show uh, celebrating Easter. So go nowhere. God bless you. Be safe. Enjoy your time with one another. And, uh, you know, s stay in that realm of hope. And go blue, man. Go blue and show these people that are first line uh, I mean, you don't have to dye your beard like me. I'm an idiot. But uh, like I said, I got some Halloween lights out, uh, put blue on the house. And just as a reminder, I know it seems silly, but these symbols do matter. They they tell people, hey, we're thinking about you. We care about you. And um, we're not only thinking about ourselves. All right. Be safe. God bless you. And we'll talk to you on the flip side. This is KFI Los Angeles.